And all the brothers and sisters said, Amen. I, mean, I love that you yeah, think we're going to punch finger, him in the mouth. Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> and I ain't butt-chugging anything. We got, we got to do some content here. In uh, the Venn diagram of fucked up, I'm not sure where that fits, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I hit the nail right on the head there. Works well under close Nick Saban adult supervision. Randy I mean, Sanders has the team dialed in. <laughs> they are ready to go. How many bananas do you want out of me? I don't know. I kind of want to give Vanderbilt some love here. I, 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 lo I love those head games of the two. The you got to weigh it's, all it's, your it's, options. It's so much fun. Nobody wants to go Lane Kiffin here? I might go Lane Kiffin here. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new episode of Liquor and Leagues. Week 10. Are we in week 10? Does anybody know if we're in week 10? I honestly don't fucking know. I should have probably checked that because I may have to edit something. My feathers are still so ruffled. We, I can't even remember. We are done with week 10. <laughs> week 10 is behind us. It is in the rearview mirror. Uh, so week 10 just ended and we were getting ready to start week 11. Um, and so we had a full slate of games, seven games on the calendar that we are going to, that we're going to walk through. But before we do that, obviously I want to say, how's everybody doing today? Good. Um, I haven't been this pleased good. or happy all season. Good. That's how I'm good, 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 good. Okay. So hey, uh, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to ask a question. Yes. Real quick. Let's, let's go ahead and save everybody some time here. Can y'all just go ahead and ship me the bananas? Um, there are know, three weeks I mean, left there point, are three weeks no, no no there's not no there are three weeks left you have a chance but um so before, before we start right i have something to say and i want to say it and i want you guys not to say anything until i'm done i tried to do this last week mac and you jumped in and you fucked me up uh, no um Damn yeah right I'm, I'm i made a statement last week about a team that uh individuals took umbrage with and one of the things that was said in defense of that team was that defenses win championships. I heard what you had to say. And being who I am, I did my due diligence. And so I would like to say here that while that statement may, may have been true at some point, it is no longer the case. Now, you mentioned Bear Bryant. Now, Bear Bryant so that people are aware, won six national championships and 13 SEC championships. Nick Saban won seven national championships and 23 SEC championships and makes the claim that offenses win championships. Now, it is who you decide to go with, but that's neither here nor there. I broke down all the CFP champions since 2014, since the college football playoffs started. My statement to Grinch about his Bulldogs was they were not a complete team. They were number one in the country, but they were not a complete team. The point of that statement was that to win a championship, you need equal offense to equal defense. So the stats right now, so that you guys are aware, is in 2014, Ohio State won the national championship. Their offense was ranked fourth. Their defense was 24th. Alabama won in 2015. Their offense was second. Their defense was one. Clemson won in 2016. Their offense was second ranked. Their defense was sixth. Alabama won in 2017, both offense and defense were ranked number one. Clemson won in 2018, both offense and defense were third. LSU won in 2019, their offense was first, their defense was eighth. And last year, Alabama won, their offense was first, their defense was 21st. So all I was trying to say in my statement was that you need a complete team in today's football to win. The likelihood of you being able to do it right now Georgia's defense is ranked second and their offense is 53rd. 
That's the point I was trying to make. Not that you guys weren't finding a way to win or that you weren't number one, but that your offense and defense are not all clicking on the same cylinders. And that unfortunately doesn't win championships. That's the statement I was trying to make. I get that you all took umbrage and I understand that. So I wanted to clarify for you all. So <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> no, I, I, I knew what you meant. Like it, ideally the two are never that far apart. Shouldn't I mean, be. that's typically right. what you see that gets a champion. But I was laughing because I was thinking about the phrase from Fletch Lives when he's like, it takes a big man to admit when he's wrong. And I am not a big man. <laughs> oh, I didn't say I was wrong. And look, and I know Mac did come out of the gate last week and said, you're wrong. I, I, I take issue with that statement because it's, it's simply a personal opinion. I don't think it's wrong. Max, I'm not saying Max wrong. I believe the adage that championships are won oh. by defense is just an outdated adage and that and that you also then cited the NFL. And we all can agree the NFL game and the college game are not the same fucking thing. And one doesn't translate to the other. Be 100% sure. And believe me when I say this, yes. your opinion can be wrong. Well, I didn't say my opinion <laughs> couldn't be wrong. Absolutely. Your opinion can be wrong. Uh, I, I think like any adage, but not stood up it, against it, it, it. And it's just like the notion of study history, unless you be doing to repeat it. It gets too much credence when you start digging into the details and that, and, and let's be honest. I mean, the game is a game of details now. Right. So, you know, it's, you can't ever say just because you have a defense, you're going to win everything. Right. Because, you know, like we said, there's gotta be a balance because we've seen games, uh, we've seen teams and, and I'll use Oklahoma um, kind of last five years ish, you know, uh, I think it was, it may have actually been David Pollock. I know that's just coincidental. I'm quoting him, but that said like they squandered what has been an elite offense by having no fucking defense a number of years. And the year Georgia beat them in the Rose bowl, they just didn't have a defense. That offense was incredible. So, no, I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you've got to be playing both sides of the ball, or as we said in the last podcast, all three phases of the ball. Right. And it's a four-quarter four game, complete team game. And if there's a weakness there, chances are you're not going all the way. Right. Um, but but the, I, the important I, thing to take away here real quick, though, is that Thor was wrong. There's a lot of football to unpack from this week. And we probably need to move on. And, and we will when I'm ready. And that means if this episode runs long, this episode runs long and I'm okay with that. Haas, what but, were you going to say, brother? I, I think it is important to note, though, that that Georgia defense is stout and deep and just no doubt. lights out amazing. It may be side to side, top to bottom, one of the best defenses in the history of collegiate football. Agree. You couple that with the fact that a lot of other schools are having down seasons this year. I think that's what I think for me, that's kind of what I felt like was the point last week is, yeah, they don't have a high drum in offense, but they don't really need one this year between the defense and the fact that other a lot of other major players programs. Uh, a lot of other major programs are having down seasons. This could be enough to get them over the hump and give them, you know, a national title this year. And that is not something I will argue. I totally believe that, but I'm saying after that one specific game, that was simply my perspective of the situation. And that's all yeah, I, that's the I, case I was trying to make is that they're not a complete team. I think Grinch, you're probably right. If JT Daniels is under center, they probably become a better offense than they do with Stetson Bennett. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'll say and, and we didn't delve into the numbers last time, 
was, okay, so we talk about offense. Okay, Clemson game 10 to 3. Opening, nobody knew who was going to be who. Right. And we saw how that panned out Since for Clemson. Then, <laughs> uh, 56 to 7, 40 to 13, 62 to nothing, 37 to nothing, 34 to 10, 30 to 13, 34 to 7, 43 to 6. But, but it's important to note that they don't have an offense. Clemson? They don't. Their offense is ranked 113th right now. Those Look, aren't my stats. You're going to back yourself up. <laughs> I'm saying Cle- you, you got to pay attention to the. Uh, you you were quoting Georgia scores, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've outscored their opponents like 500 and something. Not understanding too. what you're doing there. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying they, they, clearly they're scoring points. I'm not saying they're not scoring points. That's that's not what I'm saying at all. And I think that's where the points getting missed. But. Uh, we can sit no, here all day and do this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and you said Why we were going to. You, you are defending this situation. In the world. Because you're wrong. Okay. Uh, I can continue to bleep you out. I really don't care. Um, you <laughs> I faced... want to get back to the point where you just keep saying he's wrong. And yeah, he yeah. says, no, Let's I'm not. Do that. Can we do that, do that again? <laughs> yes, go. Can somebody, can somebody give me the line on whether Thor is wrong or not? <laughs> yes, Vegas will give you that. <laughs> So that's a great callback. Right so there. at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm right. And that's, that's the end of the conversation. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're, Look, you're if muted. It, if, if it moves us along. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I can do this all day long. I don't even tracks. have to mute you here. I can literally mute you in post. So it doesn't really matter to me. Um, oh, good times. So, yeah, um, I just I wanted to clarify that that was the point I was trying to make last week. And of course, if, if we wanted to talk about who the best team was last week, technically, that would be Oklahoma. They were nine and zero last week. You guys were eight. zero. So I guess you could say Oklahoma was the one team that had gone nine and zero, unlike any other team. You have now surpassed that. And that becomes a moot point. But that was last week and not this week. So. Uh, so let's move on. Mac is desperate. Mac, Mac is desperate to move on to the week that was. So let's go ahead and get to the week that was, I, I think the bananas trophy holder, bananas ho- trophy holder, um, we, we will give him his due. I, I'm not sure what he's bringing to the table here, but so there were seven games on the roster. This is going to be an interesting one going down the stretch here, Haas, because you and I just pulled even with Grinch now. Yeah. Can we see the, <laughs> yes, are, are we all, are we, are, are we in a three-way tie? Yes. Sir, is that what are. happened? Yes. Oh God. A couple of these games. <sighs> so Mississippi state. So we are what now Mississippi State, bro. You, you, you he same missed with, three with, field goals. Yeah, well, you could say the same with the Kentucky uh, Tennessee game. That was back and forth. The, uh, I mean, the only one that the only one that you know we, there was some difference was I mean, oh, where was Auburn yesterday? Where where the fuck were they? Well, neither team showed up in the first half. I don't that game. Well, like Grinch, I think uh, said this is an incredibly boring game. Yeah, it was three three was, going into was, the half. One, one of the most. I was actually I had that playing on the side while we were hanging out in the family room yesterday. And I was just like, I almost fell asleep. I, I was about to take a nap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Mike Leach said in his post game, uh, we have open tryouts for kickers. I saw yeah. I, I, I'm not sure how I felt about that. Like I thought that was shitty to say. Well, they fucking missed everything. Oh, I get already that. Been going back and forth. I, I, mean, I get that. But point. I was like, I'm like, that's shitty to it's openly a shitty leader. say. It's a shitty it leadership shitty to call it out sure. in a press conference. Oh, I, right. I understand his frustration and don't necessarily disagree, mm-hmm. but that is a, that's, a, that's a shitty way that's to a, motivate. As, as Haas would say, kids. that's a shit-tastic way to do it. 
Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it's just so painful that the kickers literally cost them from being cost six them and three, which is what Arkansas. You. Well, both yeah. in this both. case. <laughs> which one's hurting you more today? Though? Oh God, <laughs> fucking! And when I saw that last kick miss, I was just like, no! <laughs> I was so yeah, I, I was actually on the phone with my dad who was watching it and his TV, his, his connection was slightly ahead of mine. And I'm like, I'm like, they're not going to miss it. And he goes, Oh, look, they just missed it. And I'm like, are you fucking with me? I didn't realize they, he they was moved ahead down of the me. field on like two plays, right? Two, three plays. They were in field goal range. And it wasn't like it was a terribly long kick. No, totally. Yeah. Makeable. I saw the dude come out and I was like, he's missing it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and they showed a thing afterwards. The Arkansas kicker came over and consoled the Mississippi uh, yeah. State kicker. It was just like, dude, See, we, that's we both just had a horrible fucking day. That, that makes my heart happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we've talked about this before. When you're the kicker, you get like only so many chances. Right. You know, but if like I'm receivers, the kicker, you're, you know, it's like short term memory. You got to get it back out there. We're going right. to, or interception, short term right. memory, be a goldfish, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think if you're the kicker, you're going, well, you know what? If the offense had done more work, I wouldn't be in this position. It wouldn't have rested on my shoulders. But unfortunately, it's part of the game, right? Um, all right, so we want to run down this line. Yeah, five to four to four, Haas. You and I both got five picks this week. Grinch, Mac, you both have four. So we are now tied across the board, 65 apiece. It gets interesting with three weeks left to go. Mac, you are in last spot with 60. There's, there's still room, Mac, plenty of games. You just have to throw caution to the wind which has gotten you this far <laughs> that's right well, no that's right. Well, and, well, let, let's brass taxes though there there's some matchups coming up where Dude, you know yeah, there's some definitely there's some definitely pick ems who won the etsu vmi game uh etsu, ETSU. won 27 20 okay yep okay. they did win you're gonna lose on, home, on homecoming all right <laughs> that, that makes me happy to hear all right all right um Oh, and how yeah. about can we talk about one other game real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Tulsa oh, no. Cincinnati. As long as it's not- oh no, you mean out of conference? Oops. I don't give a eight, fuck about Tulsa Cincinnati. Eight attempts at first and goal, and they didn't score. That's all that saved Cincinnati, Cincinnati. from losing that game. Well, it was twenty twenty eight, so they would have had to get a two point conversion. Two point conversion, yeah. yeah. I mean, in terms of sequence of plays. Oh yeah, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. It was so crazy. They got stopped on fourth and goal. First play for Cincinnati, they like fumbled it or whatever. Something happened. It was like a bad snap. Tulsa gets the ball back and they get stopped four times again. Oh my God. Credit to Cincy. Credit to Cincy. They're in the AP poll. They're now number two. I could tell your frustration when you're sending out the text. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? I just, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah. But they won the game and the AP has them as number two. They bumped ahead of Alabama. We'll see what CFP does. Do, do you know if played this weekend? That is a good question. I, I... <laughs> I love you. I love you. You know, love from you is like, like I've heard somebody say is like being hugged by a porcupine. It's still love. It's still love. But it hurts. But it hurts. Right. It hurts, so, love, it hurts love, so good. Love from Thor is like a is like a butt plug filled with razor blades. Yeah. <laughs> or covered in Jesus so thin Christ. 
I know. Haas just takes his dark. Wow. Haas just waits for the slightest opportunity. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, in terms of the the three pick'em games that we had, Auburn, Texas A and M, we touched on that. That was that was painful to watch for the first half, and then Texas A and M just kind of walked away with that one. Arkansas, Mississippi State, we talked about that. The other one was Kentucky, Tennessee. This was a back and forth. Just this was a knife fight in a fucking elevator mm, right mm, here, mm. man. But but I did not think that was a pick'em game going into it. I honestly didn't. I thought I thought Kentucky was going to run away with that. Um, and they, they didn't. That, that that really surprised three out of the four of us. Well, uh, yeah, and I, I, I guess I mostly agree with that. I, I mean, I'm I I would say that the Tennessee offense is dialed in, no doubt. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I was worried about that, but I really thought with I really thought Kentucky at home. Um, I did too. Yeah. You know the, the way the way they played Mississippi State the week before. Mississippi State's been playing. You know, you, Mississippi State's one of those teams this year. You can't count them out any given week. They're they're not. They're you can't look past them. So I thought the way the, how decisive they won the previous. I really thought Kentucky was rolling all of a sudden. There's enough to. But you're right. I, I, that was a great analogy. A knife fight in an elevator. I, I, yeah. Spot yeah, on. Yeah, and both for Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Tennessee, Kentucky. Like none of those teams should be ashamed in the sense that man that was classic fight to the end football you know i i mean i look at like and, and these are the two losing teams mississippi state will rogers 36 of 48 for 417 yards and four tds uh and then top receiver uh polk eight receptions for 117 yards and they lost and then you look at tennessee or um, excuse me kentucky Will Levis, 31 of 49 for 372 yards and three TDs. Rodriguez, 22 carries for 109 yards. And Wandell Robinson, 13 receptions for 166 yards and a TD. And they lost. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's freaking crazy. Well, and I, I guess for me, that game, especially Kentucky, Tennessee, when you look at when you look at that game. Tennessee, 461 total yards of offense. Kentucky, 612. The exact same number of turnovers. First downs, Tennessee, 17. Kentucky, 35. The time of possession, though, 46 minutes to 13.50. Yeah. I mean, they lost. And they lost. They said that Kentucky set a school record 99 plays of offense. That is crazy. By all by all accounts, if you look at that stat line and you ask anybody who knows a damn thing about college football or football or sports who won that game, I think ninety nine percent people tell you it was Kentucky. Yeah, but no, I mean, just time of possession alone, right? Like but, you said, not not even focusing on thirty five first downs to seventeens. Holy shit! But what did Tennessee do? They took a page out of Georgia's book, and their defense kept them in the game. Their defense was on the field for almost 100 plays. I mean, that's no joke. And I can tell you, Dan Mullen, he needs to watch some Tennessee fucking fan, uh, game film in terms of how his defense should be playing because his defense clearly is not doing what they should be doing. So, yeah, I, I mean, the numbers there don't don't say that Tennessee should have won that game. Well, it, let me, yeah, but so let me ask you this. So, so Mac and Grinch and I picked Kentucky, and I think we were all pretty – reasonably solid in that pick i mean like max said you thought they were going to win you had no reason to believe they weren't going to win right hands down easy win yeah 
but you picked, you went and picked Tennessee. What, what is it you, you saw? Were you just taking a shot in the dark to go against the grain or was there something there? It, well, their offense, I mean, Grinch has said this a number of times at the beginning of the season, Hendon Hooker, he was the quarterback. They didn't have a receiver. He couldn't overthrow, but he's gotten better. Their, their offense has absolutely gotten better in leaps and bounds over the last few games. I didn't expect their defense to show up like that. I mean, I expected it to be a high-scoring game because Kentucky has a fairly stout offense and can, and Tennessee has gotten better. And really, uh, if you want the truth, it was a shot in the dark. It was, I need to make up some ground. And my thought was, I'm going Auburn, I'm going Arkansas, and I'm going Tennessee against Grinch's Texas A&M, Miss State, Kentucky. And if I could pull in two out of the three, I'm, I'm at least, we're tied. If, if I drop one, then yeah, I take that risk. I honestly thought that game was not going to go my way. There were times like when I was about to say, bro, yeah, like you need, you needed it by the end of the day yesterday, you needed it to go your way. Yes. Uh, I mean, obviously I wanted to, I would have loved to have taken the Auburn win early, the Arkansas win I got. So I was like, okay, at least I'd be smooth sailing going into the night, but then that didn't happen. I split those with him. So I gained no ground. So when we got to that game, Tennessee jumped out to the seven and O start and I was like, okay. All right. And then, can, I mean, they were just back and forth. Like, you hit me, I hit you. You hit me. I was like, fuck. It was a great it was, game. It I was mean, the ignoring pick six. somebody winning or losing. It was a great game. It was. It was the pick six by the defense, which put Tennessee over the top. Um, because, obviously, they were able to get points off that turnover right then. And then they just needed their defense to stand up for 40 fucking minutes, which they did. So, kudos to them. Now, does that take a lot out of them? Absolutely. You know, and, and you're going to rebound against Georgia. So it's like, shit, you know, next week you're going to be facing Georgia. So. Yeah. Well, listen, no, no nobody puts the baby elephant in the room in a corner. Um, we, we need to talk about the Florida Georgia game. Absolutely. The Florida, Georgia, the Florida South Carolina game. <laughs> I mean, we can go back a week if you want <laughs> no, to. That I'm was all about that. That was a Freudian so slip if there ever well, was one. God, it's so we, funny. I, I said to Mrs. Grant the other day, I was trying to explain a game score. I messed up every team. I was like, good God, it's like having 12 children. And I'm trying to remember who I'm yelling at. You know, yeah, like, so <laughs> I, I, you know and over here, it's like, you know, it's it's anywhere between eight o'clock, eight or nine o'clock at night to like one or two in the morning. I'm like, you know, I'm like twitching and shit and drooling on myself. Trying to watch the game remember. with one eye yeah. open. Yeah, it's it's well, anyway. Yeah, I, I um. I'll let you leave the know, charge. Go ahead. I know that three of us, three of the four of us, and I, and I guess to some degree, Grinch, you have a dog in this fight, I, I guess, so to speak. Um, this was a game that was important. I mean, um, Mac, you and Thor and I went to the South Carolina Florida game in 2017 together uh, at Williams Bryce, where South Carolina somehow managed to win. Um, and here we are with the only the only other time in recent memory that South Carolina was able to squeak out a win was at Williams Bryce against Florida. And Listen, I I purposefully didn't say anything um, in, in the in the, the the chat thread that we had because look, I get it. I mean, it's painful. It's painful to watch a team that you love so much dysfunction in a way that seems like it's normal and okay. Um, and when I watched that game, that's what I felt like I saw. Um, I know that's not going to give you any solace or comfort, um, but no, you're not alone. There, there's support groups out there. Um, I would, I would say, I would say, keep the hope, but I promise you that's a dangerous road to go down. Um, 
invest in good bourbon uh, or good tequila or whatever your poison is, because that's what will get you through ultimately at the end of the day. Amen. Amen. Uh, Mac, go ahead. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I, really, I, I really just don't even know where to start to unpack. Um, the, the, only, the only thing I think that you can take away from that game and you have to really you know, squint hard to find it is that this will be the catalyst for change that I think needs to occur. At what level that change needs to occur, you know, that, that's yet to be determined. Does it, you know, does it start with Todd Grantham at the defensive coordinator position and in there? Does it go to the head coach, um, you know, and, and Dan Mullen? Uh, a lot of articles I'm reading saying, you know, he will not be back next year. I don't know that it's time to, to write him off just yet. Uh, you know, I, we, we see this often in college football, right? It becomes a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, things are not going well. And when you, when you have the alumni and the support system and the expectations in a program like you do at Florida, when things don't go well, people get pissed quick. But I don't think you can make that kind of a knee-jerk reaction off of something like this. You know, so, so I think, you know, I don't think it's time to pull the, the trigger on Mullen just yet, but, but let's be honest. His, his leash is really short right now. And getting shorter um, by the minute. Well, yeah. And, and I, and I got to believe now, you're right. Now, I think you're right about Grantham, though. I mean, South Carolina has to put Grantham's 40 gone. points up. He hasn't put, a, South Carolina put up 40 points on anybody. And we had, if, what, if he makes two, it to the end of the we season, had two, I'd be surprised. 200-yard receivers and 100-yard rusher or the other way around yesterday. I mean, like – I, I, th- that Florida defense really made South Carolina look good. And I look, I hope that's more to come, but as it stands right now, if we look at the entirety of the season, mm-hmm. South Carolina's offense has looked like a dumpster fire inside of a train wreck inside of an enigma. And yesterday that Florida defense made them look really good. And, and I don't understand because they no. haven't looked that horribly bad all season. That's what happened yesterday. Had the what, flu. Oh, oh, is that, oh, yeah. Okay. Look, yeah. And, and look, do, let me ask you something. Do you guys buy that, that does though? Bother me. Is that a PR I, spin? Whether I buy it or not, it bothers me that you come out and you do that, right? And well, that's where I do. And it's a pattern, Mullen, and some of the things yeah. you've done. Yeah, this it's is a pattern because he did the same shit after the Oklahoma game last year, and he said like, right. "Well, this is part of our next campaign." And I got, and don't get me wrong, there were several key players not in that game, to include Pitts and Tony, right? But the fact that I'm sure he showed his character by making excuses and everything I've heard since then, he's not offering any insights into what the solution is. And the fact that like, he doesn't, to my knowledge, he doesn't really throw Grantham under the bus suggests that like the two of them kind of know they've got a problem with the team right now. And and I, I mean, that's why, uh, like, my head starts going towards if I'm in, if I'm uh, the AD at Florida. I mean, I think, and I read the same, some similar stuff, Mac. I mean, everything seems to suggest Mullen's going to be there till the end of this season. The question becomes with the LSU job open, with the USC job open, and some of the other firings, who is the right guy for a Florida if Mullen? ends up not being the guy. And, and I don't well, know the answer to that. But, but yeah, but you mentioned those jobs. If I'm LSU or I'm USC, I'm not looking at Dan Mullen right now. Why, why no, would I? No, what I mean is like the Luke Fickles, some of the other big names. Right. Who's available? Being, 
yeah, Mel Tucker, even though Michigan State just lost, um, James Franklin, yeah. who is like really weird in his last press conference ahead of Ohio State game. And apparently he's got a new agent that he hired on. Like, I don't – like in the big swirl of potential coaches, normally I have at? a few I think about of like, oh, yeah, that's, right. ne- that's next man up. I don't I don't know who those yeah. coaches are right now. You, you would have to go with a with a kind of an unknown and take a chance because there isn't yeah. a big name. That, you're right. That says, oh, it makes sense to dump him for this person. Right. And, and I'll tell you, like – you know and, and yeah admittedly i don't think it was a deliberate shot at dan mullen but you know kirby smart talked about after the georgia florida game he's like you can't out coach good recruiting if your players on the field are just simply better a coaching scheme is only going to get you so far and as everybody you know anyway any georgia fan knows kirby eats sleeps and breathes recruiting and Dan Mullen seems to just not like it. Like it's, he doesn't enjoy it. He doesn't talk it up. We'll worry about that at the end of the season. Yeah. Which is such an <laughs> odd d- comment considering Texas A&M just landed the second highest recruit in the nation after the game Saturday and Walter Nolan. Uh, I think he's a D tackle. Yep. I so, him. I mean, it's just one of those, like, I, I, I from what I gather, Dan's got, you know, a pretty good contract situation in the sense of like, nobody's going to just oust him, but it seems like there are options for him to leave at the end of the season that aren't dramatic, you know, like financially catastrophic. Let's be, let's be 100% clear. Florida clearly has no problem paying coaches to go coach against us. Um, We've done it with, you know, two of the last (laughs) several coaches. So, you know, I, I could see them, you know, buying them out if it got to that. Yeah. Look, I mean, I, look at look at what happened with TCU. Gary Patterson, an alumni, came to the table and was like, I'm paying him off. It's time for him to go. Right. The dude had been there like 22 years. <laughs> at the end of the day, I said it yesterday. I think Todd Grantham needs to go. I, I, I don't know, you know, his scheme, his technique, whatever it is that he brings to the table clearly isn't working. We we've said this since the beginning of the season, Florida's defense doesn't tackle their secondary doesn't contain, you know, and it's just one of those things where that starts at coaching. And I, I know you talk about, you can't out coach recruiting. Clearly we're not pulling in five-star recruits that are playing lights out. So coaching is a factor. And if they can't, if they can't coach proper technique, then that becomes an issue. Now, will they fire him? Well, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I do think the players at some point have to be held accountable, you know, because they're the ones out there, you know, playing. Uh, the coaches can only take them so far. And to, I, I mean, I almost got, you know, and I didn't get to see all the game. I think, quite frankly, I'm glad yeah, based on the final outcome of it. But if, it, it looked like from some of the highlights and some of the stuff that I read that, that Florida just kind of gave up. And look, yeah. I, I get it, right? You know, I, it's hard, right? It's hard to play and keep motivated when you're already down and you know you're not going to win, but you have to push through that. And that's that's the measure of a true, you know, a true great player, you know, that you can continue to push and play at your, you know, top level, even when you know you're going to lose. The, the comparison I saw, which I found interesting, was how does an LSU team play as hard as they did against Alabama and almost beat them? Yeah. For a coach they know is already fired versus 
another roster, you know, whether you, whether they're equally depleted or not, we all know LSU's roster is like, it is, you know, held together with Band-Aid and you know, Band-Aid, <laughs> duct tape and glue. Yeah. And yet there, there was just no heart there. There was no passion. My suspicion is that some of the issues with the program run pretty deep. And it's one of those, like, maybe don't even want to air it all out. It's like, let's just move forward. We'll reset with a new coaching staff and then go forward. That's well, that's my suspicion. He came in in 2018. His first season, he was 10 and three. Then he was 11 and two. <clears throat> Last season, we know was kind of an offseason conference only. He was eight and four. And now he's four and five with yeah. three games left. But, right. So, I mean, that's a significant decline, which means you're well, going to end the season at best. Of, you're going to end seven and five, which but he's means also you're going like, backwards. I think he's two and eight versus like top 10. Something like that, probably. But but that also brings back to you know we we talked about it before with with the coaching cycle and recruiting, right? You know, and, and some of the statements he's made recently, you can you can kind of trend and look at that, right? He came in playing off the last guy's recruiting class, you know, and winning with those players, and now you're looking at the guys he's brought in. <laughs> he can't recruit, and, and what, what they're saying. able to do, yeah, and you know, it doesn't look good. So, you know, do you, you know, do you hire somebody else to go do the recruiting and just let him do the head coaching? I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I think he's still going to sit down at the table with whoever goes and recruits and go, these are the type of people I want. That's the problem. It's the type of people potentially he wants. He'll be, that, he'll be Nick Saban's OC next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I <laughs> joked about this obviously yeah, at the beginning I mean, of the you, season. You laugh. I'm not, I, I mean, yeah. I am laughing or, because yeah, of the or, irony of it. He, he, or he ends up in Auburn. Did you guys see the, the coaching? People that are who who all is in Auburn are you got Bobo, you've got Derek Mason. I mean, you've got like mm-hmm. all these like former has been head coaches. Gotta go you know, somewhere. Or whatever. <laughs> well, they're all sitting in Auburn right now. And as I joked in the text, I heard somebody say, and now it's not the same because obviously there were some losses, but of the top four coaches, you, they either were Nick Saban or they had coached for him, coached right. with him. Yeah. yeah. Between Mario Cristobal, uh, Mel Tucker, and Kirby Smart. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with only three weeks left. You know, next week, Florida's got Samford. I mean, you lose that game, and I think it's a done deal. Yeah. You, Lane, you lose Lane Kiffin will be your, your head coach yeah. before you I'll know take it. him. You know what? <laughs> Fucking put me on the train. I mean, for fuck's sake. Um, Hold I, on. I, stop the presses. Did you just say you would take Lane Kiffin? I quit, <laughs> I quit watching the game yesterday. I mean, I'll be honest. At I quit point, watching the anything game. Anything is worth a shot. You know, we, we talked about Shane Beamer in South Carolina. Like, you got to give a guy time, right? He's Is he doing the right things? Maybe, maybe not, but you got to give him time. Like I said, Dan's had four years. Mac made the point. He now has his recruits coming in. You're not playing off the other guy's recruits. You've had a few cycles to recruit. Clearly, you, you are struggling to recruit effectively and appropriately. And I said this at the beginning of the season. When we joked about Lane Kiffin, I said, there are, you know, co- or, or Muschamp, you do get um, – promoted to your level of incompetence like Muschamp did as a head coach maybe Dan Mullen was great as an OC he's just not meant to be a head coach which may be the issue that we're I mean some people aren't leaders right Right. they're not leaders they're not recruiters they're not charming they're not whatever I mean I think you both can agree McIntyre that he doesn't say things well when he's trying to convey positive and he got away with the shit at Mississippi State but you, yeah, you're, you're expected to be in the fight, and Matt, yeah, I think it's, I think it's literally, I think it is called the Peter principle of when you get promoted beyond yes, your capability. But 
but yeah, I mean, it's it obviously all indicators are going the wrong direction. And Mac, you called it out. I was it last year. He made the statement about packing the stadium during COVID. Yeah, after you know, yeah, during COVID, they finally kind of released the you know some of the restrictions. And he said, "Well, let's pack the swamp." And you even yeah, then were like, dude, right, "You idiot, dude, shut your fucking mouth." You were like, "Dude, don't and, say that." And, and, and they were just coming off of you know, and I think that was it, right? That was that was one of the things you know, one of the excuses he had put out after one of the games was, "Ah, we had a bunch of players test positive for COVID. That's why we didn't win." Right. Yeah. Look, I get it, right? These things happen, but don't come out in a press conference just say, like last night, we got beat. Right. That's on me. I don't think it. W- I don't think it would have mattered if you had those players there last night. South Carolina just it, it, manhandled them. It's Look, hard to say that when the score was 40 to 17. Take a and... page out of Tim Tebow's book, man. He said, Look, when Tebow lost that game that year, that wasn't his fault, but he said, That's on me. And I will never do that again. Yeah. Like that's what Dan should have said yesterday. He should have said, This one's on me. I'm sorry to all the Florida nation. You know, we fucked up. That's on me and we'll get better. But he didn't say that. It was 30 plus players. Were, had flu-like symptoms. And I said this in text. You start making excuses when you don't have answers. That's your default mechanism. You, you, just, you just mentioned a name. No. Could, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, as a head point, coach? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. At this point, he, he well, doesn't seem like and there's he nobody keeps trying, else out he there. Keep, here's the problem. He keeps trying to play sports. He's, he's, he's trying he's to be a, a tight end. Player, he was trying right? to be a tight end. And, and, like, come on. Not all I don't think his maturation. Yeah. And I don't think be, his I mean, maturation. I'm not saying it's a good idea that I think it should happen. I'm just saying. I heard a couple of I could see something like that being something that happens. One was, you know, CJ Spiller goes to become the running backs coach at, at Clemson and they get like two transfers that leave. You know, like it's not a guarantee just because you you have the acumen to play the position doesn't mean you know how to coach and teach. But, you know, I'll juxtapose Dan Mullen with somebody that I I still uh, have tremendous respect for, which is Sam Pittman. You know, he got raked over the coals over that call last week of going for it on two. Nobody understood the rollout when you had KJ Jefferson. But in the press conference and press conference and Jesus, I can't speak press conference, he said, yeah, I like the call. He's the head coach. He owned it. Right. But look at the difference in what they called to end this game, which was, hey, I owned it as a leader. It doesn't mean I didn't learn from it. And behind closed doors, we aren't going to talk about it. So, so we're not going to do that this time. We're going to run the ball into the goddamn end zone. <laughs> on that note, Grinch, we've kicked the tires on the Florida side. Do you mind if I could take a couple quick minutes to kick the tires on Carolina? Go for it, man. So – I would say that I, I am I am doubling down on the fact that I think Shane Beamer is the right guy for the job. I have been nothing but pleased with the approach he's taken with passion and we're a unified front and we're a team, we're a family, we're a football family. We we support each other. We're, we're in competition. Um, I don't know what they did in the bye week scheme-wise. I don't know. I, I mean – Offensively, they've been abysmal this year. The offensive line has been straight horseshit. And I don't know. Last uh, Yesterday with the rushing, uh, some of the explosive plays they had with the passing game. Now, I get we're down to our th- third-string quarterback. But, I mean, Spurrier was there at the game yesterday, he and Jerry. And he had even said back in spring ball that he thought uh, Jason Brown was the guy. You know, that he was going to be the one leading the team. Um, so 
I don't know if it's just stars aligning. I don't know if it's happenstance. I don't know. I, I just, what I saw yesterday was a very exponentially different team than what I had seen for the rest of the season. And I understand, and I, pe- people are getting overly excited, I feel like, because getting too excited when you're kicking a, a down Florida team is not exactly, I, I think that leads no. to poor emotional IQ, right? Because no, it, it, yes, it was a it good win. Matter. Yeah. You, you still beat Florida, whether they're down or not. That's a team that, that if you're Shane Beamer, you need to beat to, to kind of, you know, solidify what you're doing, right? Because, you know, what was it a couple of weeks ago, they barely beat Vanderbilt and people were calling for his head, you know? And, and so now, you know, even though, even, it, even if it is a down Florida team, that's an in-conference game. That's kind of a rivalry game. Um, and you still hang your hat on that and walk away, you know, and I, and I think, you know, good on him for that. It, it, here's okay, what I'll enough. say to that Haas. Um, you know, as I glance at South Carolina's schedule, uh, we'll ignore the UGA game. I, I, I think UGA is in its in a different kind of category of like what they do to teams, but 16 to 10 UK uh, lost to Kentucky. Um, now Tennessee came in and this was when they were kind of just starting to really hit their stride. That was 45 to 20. Tennessee was on in Fuego that game. Uh, AM, um, 44 14, not a great showing. So now you get a 40 to 17 win over Florida. Next three games are Mizzou, Auburn, and Clemson. I think that answers everything you're saying of where is this team headed? Because, you know, Mizzou, to start the Georgia game, they had a chip on their shoulder. You could see it. They were getting lippy out all on the field. And they played with a lot of heart. They just ran into a buzzsaw that they didn't expect to be as strong as it was. And yeah, I realize I'm propping up Georgia, but that's just the reality. They played, they scored first and then they didn't score again until the second half. But we know Auburn can be tough. So I guess my point is Mizzou's Mizzou is a good litmus test. I think for where this team is agreed. And then I think Auburn will be a tougher test. And then it's personal with Clemson. So, yeah, they win Clemson, though. That's, yeah. And you get them at home. Yeah. So, So I think you got a lot to really assess your team with. We'll see. Going into the end. I just, I'm just not, I I guess all of that was to say this. I'm not, uh, look, I'm glad we got out with a W. I think um, I'm, I'm very pleased with the progress. I'm very pleased with Me too. some things I've seen. We- <laughs> now I want to see some some consistency. Well, so you've positive. Been, well, consistency. you've been consistent in your support. You absolutely yeah. have been. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. Doesn't my liver know it? <laughs> if Dan Mullen is anything to take away when we talk about is he trending in the right direction, now you have to wait and see if he can recruit worth a shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other problem. Well, and, and Florida has... Sanford, they better fucking win that. I'm Mizzou, sure. and then FSU. And FSU is having a down year, but I don't know that that's a guarantee. Yeah, NC State just beat them this weekend. Clemson barely beat them. Yeah, but it'll be personal. So it's again, it's a great litmus test of where's your heart. Exactly. Are you ready to defend your pride, your honor? But do the players go? The guys making excuses. Yeah. 
I don't know. We'll see. All right. So that's the week that was. Let's jump into the yeah. week that I know will that was be. long-winded, but man, no. that was a, there was a lot there was a there lot was. to unpack from this weekend. Absolutely. Well, this is the shit we enjoy talking about when we really dig into the teams. Yeah. Talking about the games, yeah. And yeah. as painful I mean, as it was, you know what? Good on you. Go hours. Good on you, Carolina. You know what? You showed up. You know, you did what you had to do. Obviously that's I'm I'm thankful the game wasn't what was in Williams Bryce because I don't know if the game goes that way if it's down in the swamp. I don't know. We'll find out next know. year. We'll find I mean, they had the bye week. Maybe the bye week was it. Maybe maybe they dialed in some things. I don't know. Let's see what happens this week. Absolutely. All right. So as we said, Haas and I both five games aside, Grinch and Mac four games. So we are tied across the board at sixty five. Mac at sixty. So we're going to jump into the week that is now. And, uh, and this is add the yes. note. Do you yeah, pick for, you pick first, right? I'm picking first because Haas picked first. You took last the week. week. Well, yeah, because you you two took the week, right? So right, and we were tied last week, and he I, picked first. So I'm no no negative negative. You picked first last week, sir. Did I? Yeah, you did. I, you oh, did. okay. So first. then you go yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so it I, should I, go I, Grinch me you. No no no. no I go last. You. It goes I you. I go first. I go first first. Okay. Yeah, because we won the week. I apologize, Haas. I did go first last week. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, remember. I don't want to screw you over. Yeah, yeah. I because I asked you to because I was looking up some things. <laughs> last week was the week where I was trying to look up all the lines and Mac. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Mac pulled that shit on us that I still think is hilarious. All right. So we will start with you. Let's go down the line. Uh, uh, New Mexico man. State at Alabama. Alabama. Georgia at Tennessee. Uh, Georgia. Texas A&M at Ole Miss. Uh, pass. Pass. Samford mm. at Florida. Florida. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Arkansas at LSU. Um, this is I think one. I'm going to go. Yeah. There, there's two or three toss-ups this week, I feel like. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go Arkansas here. Okay. Even though it is in LSU, I'm going to go Arkansas. Gotcha. Yeah. Miss State at Auburn. Um. Okay, come on. I know Auburn's makes. ranked 14th. Miss State was yeah. 16th, but I'm sure that's going to change. Well, here's what I'm going to go with. I, I, I mean, I think Auburn, if Bo Nix is hitting on all cylinders, I think they're hands down the better team. But will they be? Uh-huh. Um, uh, we'll go Auburn. Auburn it is. South Carolina, Mizzou? I'm, I, I, I tell you, I really want to go South Carolina here, and I think they actually can win this game. I wish they they were the home team that might have a deciding. Fa- you know, I am. I'm going to go South Carolina, and that may come back to bite me. But at some point, uh, my pride in my team has to shine through on one of my picks, at least per season. And this is going to be that pick. Hey, you went South Carolina four times this season. You only made a bad pick once right there yeah, against Kentucky. I so I know. And the rest of the time you and that was a six point game. I mean, you know, it wasn't horrible. So yeah, I'll go South Carolina here. And then Kentucky Vanderbilt. Uh Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky. All right. So let's go back to Texas AM Old Miss. That's the one you have not chosen yet. Yeah. At Ole Miss. Can you tell me what astrological sign? Uh, <laughs> Leo, you know, um, I mean, look, they have the same overall record, right? Uh, A&M's up one in the conference. Mm. This is going to be the game of the week, I believe. College, I don't, yeah. no, I don't know if this is college game day or not. I can't remember. I think it's, I saw it's it going to have to be right in Oxford. I think college game day is going to be there. That's what I, I just saw. wonder, man. I wonder. 
Ole Miss is coming off a fucking powder puff game. Yeah. Well, that was that Hugh Freeze. Yeah, I say Hugh Freeze coaching from the freaking hospital. And uh, there was some sketchy social media that followed. (laughs) So what are we thinking here, Haas? One of the funny comments Uh, I read was, I want to know who used to run Ole Miss's social media. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to roll A&M. Only because I don't like Lane Kiffin, and I and I did want to go to A and M, so I'm going to roll A and M. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, fuck it. So now I will go. Okay, Alabama over New Mexico State, Georgia over Tennessee. I will also go Texas A and M over Ole Miss, Florida over Samford, Arkansas over LSU, Miss State. You're gonna do some Mike. You're gonna roll you some Mike Leach luck, huh? Uh, look, Grinch. So there were some candy corns and some 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 gummy bears. Grinch has sold me on Will Rogers, even if their kickers shit. Dude, that Will guy Rogers, looks so good. He's a gunslinger. He is. Um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see if 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 they can pull it out this week. Maybe Auburn's down after the Texas A&M beating. We'll see what happens. But I, you know, I'm going Miss State here, and then okay. I'm gonna go South Carolina over Mizzou and Kentucky over Vanderbilt. So those are my picks. All right. Grinch, it is to you. (laughs) Alabama, New Mexico State. Alabama. Georgia over Tennessee. Yep, Georgia. Texas A&M Ole Miss. A&M. Florida, Samford. Florida. Arkansas, LSU. Arkansas. Auburn, Miss State. Sorry, I'm just pausing on the Arkansas. Oh, no, no, no. That's fine. Yeah. You think about it. Man, these are – these are some interesting games because yes, it's the classic who's showing up. Do you want to change Arkansas LSU? Are you debating it or? No, I'm going to go Arkansas. Oh, okay. I like Arkansas in this game. Miss State Auburn. Oh, geez. I'm going to go Auburn. Auburn it is. South Carolina Mizzou. He just said it's the litmus test. I know, I know. And that's <laughs> <laughs> by my vote. I'm going to tell you how I really feel. That's uh, right. I'm going Missouri. And then Kentucky Vanderbilt? Kentucky. Okay. All right. Big Mac, you are up. Alabama, New Mexico Does State. It really matter. New Mexico uh, State? I mean, yeah, dude, matters. throw caution <laughs> yeah, to the matters. wind. Uh, this, Alabama. Hey, buddy, this is a safe space, and you have a voice here. That's right. You go <laughs> Alabama, Georgia, and then the all the other picks, you just throw caution to the wind. And, and we're going to archive. You know we're archiving – what the worst loss in the history of liquor and leagues is going to be. So be mindful of that. (laughs) If you want to be in the record, be number one. Bananas was the furthest in that it's ever been. (laughs) It's only going in as far as the base. So (laughs) there is that. (laughs) You don't know. You're no Haas brother. So Georgia, Tennessee. It's Friday night. Yay. <laughs> uh, Georgia. Texas AM Ole Miss. Ole Miss. All right. There's getting one back right there. Look at that. You're making you're making progress. Florida Samford. <laughs> Samford. <laughs> Great law school, by the way. Samford. Samford has a wonderful law school. Yeah. Anybody wants Do you to want to come back to it? Do you want the line on it? Do you want to cogitate? Nah, I'm going Florida. Okay. So Sanford's a Scorpio that likes long walks on the beach. 
or, or, or runs or runs on the beach during spring break. Yeah, that's, that's South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> They're a Sagittarius. Um, <laughs> they jerk off in the shower at college. Arkansas, LSU. Um, that's that's definitely Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas, Mississippi State, Auburn. Uh, mistake. South Carolina, and South Carolina, and Kentucky. Kentucky. Yep. All right. Mixing it up again, fellas. By the way, real quick. <laughs> yes. I think the line on Alabama, New Mexico State is 50.5. <laughs> Auburn, L- uh, Mississippi State, Auburn's favored by 5.5. UGA by 20. Wait, wait, wait. What was the one before Georgia? Uh, Alabama, Mississippi State. Al- Auburn, Mississippi State, 5.5 favors Auburn. Okay. Mizzou is a 1.5 favorite right now. Really? Texas A&M Ole Miss, two-point favorite for A&M. Mm. Can Kentucky, I change a pick? Kentucky Vanderbilt's 21.5 favorite. Arkansas LSU, Arkansas is a two-point favorite. Yes, brother. What, what, what was like the line change? on South Carolina, Missouri? 1.5. <laughs> Who's favored? Missouri? Missouri. <laughs> South, yeah, Mizzou, yeah. Probably because they're yeah, yeah. Ooh, Yummy. What would you like to change, Mac? Or are you just going to ride it? If it's allowed... And everybody has to agree to it, obviously. So we've locked them fixed. Uh, you want to go Stanford? Missouri over South Carolina. I'm good with it. Yeah, okay yeah, with no, that. No objections. I mean, I, I, okay. I think. Yeah, I, I, I think you lock you, it in. It has you, to you be need, approved. Hey, like we said, we're uh, yeah, all entitled approved. to the information. I, I'm appreciative. Yeah. I'm appreciative or, or, or of, the, what of those. I'm Nobody thinks I'm a threat. They're like, they're willing to let me change. No, yes. no, no, it's not yes, that. That's actually I, what it is. I, I appreciate watching you and Grinchy Crow next week because Missouri is a worse program than South Carolina right now. And yeah, I'm going on the yep. record saying that but, I think South Carolina is that really where ranks. you want to hang your hat that you're better than Missouri? I mean, that's um, they're like one saying, in four conference. We're not great, but we're better than Vanderbilt. I think when South Carolina <laughs> is sitting in the middle of the conference and not in the bottom three, like Florida, Missouri, and right. Vanderbilt, I'm happy. He's happy As with As a that. South Carolina fan, I'm happy. Which is crazy because you're yeah. one and four in conference. Two and four. Two and four in conference. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, and yet, we're better than three other schools. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's move on. ETSU, obviously ETSU takes the win over VMI 27-20 at home. Homecoming game. They managed to pull it out. Mac, uh, VMI. Didn't you go VMI, Haas? No, he joked about it. He changed. You yeah, changed. he joked about it. Um, thanks for paying. Only for because, that, only because Lewis went there. Yeah, uh, They are it. not in first place, by the way. You Chattanooga should. does hold the top spot in that conference right now. So, stop Terrell Owens. Yeah, how you doing, baby? So, uh, <laughs> gonna be interesting to see how it ends. I, I will say this I did look at the stats. Uh, Florida, FSU, Miami, UCF, the best team in this country by or in this state by record right now is West Florida at eight nice. and one. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's a division two team. What about As, the Sean? Uh, they're not in this state. <laughs> so it doesn't I mute you. They are not in this state. I'm just saying West Florida is the best football program in this state right now, which is ridiculous. So let's Shot move. <laughs> That's right. Mac, do you have any stats for us for the ETSU VMI game? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I've got nothing to bring to the table this week. I think that's at West Carolina, right? Um, all I week, know is week. I just learned that Tulsa or oh, no. the Golden Hurricanes. Is that what they're called? <laughs> nice. So. <laughs> they have hurricanes in Tulsa. I um, didn't know that. Western Carolina is the catamounts. 
at a house. There you go. Is that beautiful, another chicken? And a beautiful campus. We've actually toured it. Um, it. It's a really nice campus up there. But your daughter didn't um, go and there. A, you know, she did not. No. Yeah. Okay. So ETSU, Western Carolina. Haas, you pick first. Who would you like? I'm going to go ETSU. You are going ETSU. Yep. They're, they're, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for so, the record, so real fellas, quick, just for the Carolina. record, the Western Carolina couldn't even beat Mercer. Okay. Oh, and I'm here okay. to tell you that Mercer <laughs> is a school of students and intellectuals. Okay. They are three and six overall and three and three in the Big South Conference right now. Western Carolina is. Okay. So, so really hitting on all cylinders, it sounds like. Okay. So, um, Haas, I'm also going to go to ETSU, Grinch, ETSU. Yeah, Haas got his Chattanooga win, which may be the decider in all this, which it, is it so freaking be. funny to me. But, yeah, ETSU. And That's it funny. It was a good, it was a good logical <laughs> thing. It was. It was. Hey, hey. Nobody saw that coming. Any school that produces Terrell Owens, you just go with them. That's well, it. I mean, and they're, they're and I remember you analyzing team. the game. You were like, they're, they, they're going to be they pissed off. Right. And they are farm teams. Randy, Randy doesn't have the team dialed in this week. <laughs> well, he didn't. Clearly, 21 16 on that one. And then Mac, ETSU. Or do you know something we don't know? Uh, I'm going Western Carolina. <laughs> I think this is a home game for the Catamounts. Uh, I think they're going to be ready to play. You just lost your three um, followers that <laughs> <laughs> the ETSU faithful are like you. You're like Lee the Corso. Way, you just put Randy, on a catamount head. Randy was one of those followers. The guy that brought bounced. us to the table yeah. and he just shit on us. <laughs> that that is the first not ETS ETSU pick you've had. Everybody else has had a non ETSU pick except and you. in fairness, they've yeah. won every damn week. <laughs> So interesting. Okay, Mac, living dangerously. Well, I, I, I don't know. I just think <laughs> I think that they're primed for for a loss right now. Um, do you? Think, are you sure that's what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. They're they're primed for a loss. I mean, okay. I don't. I sure. <laughs> maybe i want to change my pick (laughs) doesn't really matter all right so there we go our picks are locked in three etsu and one western carolina our liquor and leagues sec games are locked in another interesting week got three games this is going to be another one that decides quite a bit Mm. Mm -hmm. nitty-gritty time Somebody Rogan Wells from Western Carolina, 32 and four overall as a starting quarterback. There you go. So, you know, he's got, he's got experience on his side. Based on these, until until he he doesn't. Based on these picks, one of us, one of us is going to be in the absolute outright lead at the end of this weekend. There's no way for us to be tied. So, Good, bad, or indifferent going into the last two weeks of the season. But we also have the SEC well, game. Yeah. I mean, week 12, there's just not a lot of opportunity to move there. No. I mean, this week right here, it's going to be mean, week 13 where you're going to yeah, that's get why some choice. It's like, you got to last week and this week. This week. Last yeah. week and this week. These these are, next these week's are the, gonna, yeah. we're, we're probably, it's almost another buy. I bet almost everybody goes the same next week, but we'll see. Hey, at least we're making it interesting. Nobody walked away with it. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? At least it's not, <laughs> hey, somebody's got 70 and there's no way to catch them. I mean, we're going in the last few weeks and hey, this is where it matters. And first, Haas, yeah. you say it every week. A couple, of these, a couple of these games every week are just pickums. Yes. They really are. You just I mean, you don't. I mean, like I said, Mississippi State makes one field goal. Who knows? Right. Or three, and, and, or three field well, goals. And here's or a, three. There's a couple. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like there's at least a game a week where we don't expect that outcome. I mean, look at the Florida, South Carolina. Look at Kentucky, Mississippi State. Look at, you know, every week there's, there's, um, it's funny, but we've been almost every week on those. Like we all get them wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Know, that's what I'm cases. saying. Yeah. It's the, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. That's that's the fun part about being in the SEC, though, right? Yes, it is. Other conferences can't can't uh, can't put a feather in the cap about that. Oh, unless you're West Florida and you have the best record in the state. But hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's paying attention? All right, gentlemen. Well, I appreciate it. Another another episode of Liquor and Leagues wraps up as we move to week week eleven. We will see how these games play out and see where our pick'em ends up. Only a few weeks left, man. So we got to start making some serious decisions. Mac, you have the chance to pick up a few games. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, hey, at the end of the day, win or lose, you're coming away with something, right? And that's the important part. Yeah, he went, what, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Missouri? Yes, yes, he did. He could easily pick up three yes. right there. You could you go pick up, You pick up those three. Right back in it. You, you could go right here, LSU? Nah. New Mexico State? <laughs> No. Okay. Uh, All right, gentlemen. Well, I do appreciate it. As always, your your perspective and your takes on all of these games. Uh, We will leave it there, and we will do this again next week. So thank you.